Creative Conundrums is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Ashinaabeg, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Hi, and welcome to Creative Conundrums. I'm Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai. We're here to talk about our struggles and triumphs as creatives. And answer creative questions asked by you, our loving and sometimes bizarre podcast family. If you have any questions for future shows, send them to creativeconundrums at outlook.com. Hey everybody, I am the amazing, the inimitable, the incomprehensible Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai, the pointy-eared one. Okay, so what have we been up to? Uh, yeah, so what have you put out creatively in the last two weeks is like the general question that I put. Um, Well, what's our theme for today? Our theme for today is superheroes, although I don't have anything necessarily superhero-esque. Well, you did participate in the play test for almost super yes so that's something that went on uh and we got a lot of questions related to superhero stuff yeah so i think this is a good theme absolutely yeah so yeah what have you put out creatively in the last couple weeks all right uh i had all of four weeks to develop a completely functioning uh live action role-playing game to demonstrate at a convention for a group of was that 15 or 20 I can't remember. I think it was almost 20 of us, and then okay. there was like 10 of us the second day. Yeah, and uh, it worked. Uh, uh, so I, I'm kind of proud of myself. I developed an, a fully functioning LARP in 30 in about days. 30 days, yeah. I'm very proud of you. Good job. It worked. So uh, what have you been doing? Uh, I have not put anything out creatively um, yet. There's a lot of reasons for that, and I have a story for you after, and it's going to sound like a huge cop-out, but it's it was a limiting factor that I couldn't really mitigate. Do you want to start with your story? Sure. Let's start with my okay. lovely story of, I had, okay, so my computer's been running really shitty since I got the motherboard and the processor and the RAM, uh, and mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why, and finally I was trying to get footage for something, and my computer just would not run WoW and Streamlabs at all like it was just being an asshole oh god so, yeah so you launch into wow and it's like pretty much, and it's like slow motion yeah it's, oh it was it was really bad and it just it wouldn't stay open with Streamlabs, and i just i couldn't stand it so i'm like okay fine let's figure out what the fuck is wrong windows Streamlabs. Really, no it's not Streamlabs. uh windows wow. was only reading half of my ram so instead of eight gigs <gasps> which it still saw the eight gigs but it was only four usable. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. So, I'm, so I, I went through a whole bunch of shit to try and get it to read the rest of the RAM. <laughs> it's like somebody's aunt saying, you know, I've made a whole bunch of cookies, but we're only going to bring half of them to the party. Right? You have, oh my God, you have no idea. I was, oh my God. Okay, no. So then I decided to troubleshoot. Like, we can't okay. use all the cookies or all the RAM for this. Just, no. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Um... But so I went through a whole bunch of troubleshooting steps that I found like on Microsoft and everything and could not fucking get it. By the time I finished troubleshooting, I couldn't even get fucking Firefox to stay open for like more than a couple minutes. So I had to completely reset. Wow. 
Wait a second. You made your computer worse by fixing it? Yeah, because none, none of the fixes actually worked. But yeah, I had to completely oh. reset Windows. And oh, yeah, that took me all night to do. And I'm very, very angry. But there was there was some silver lining in this. A friend of a, a friend of mine who was... I don't know if you know him, but he's a friend of uh, Dave's. So he, okay. he was selling his old computer. So okay. I now have a new motherboard and processor and RAM. I have 16 gigs of RAM, and it's all usable. Uh-huh. I'm very happy Very about nice. This. Although now my computer looks very, very Frankenstein-y because the motherboard is red, the video card is blue, and the case is green. <laughs> it's like a bowl of Fruit Loops. You know, it's a lovely bowl of Fruit Loops. <laughs> 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 but yeah and then and then so i had to so i after i reset windows the first time once i got the motherboard and everything installed i had to reset windows again reinstall everything again so and then now it's been footage research and writing <laughs> mostly footage but like most of the research is stuff that i know and then i just need to write out and then writing it out yeah. oh man so that has been my challenge in the last two weeks okay um <laughs> I have not had a lot of challenges in the last two weeks, other than uh, like than the aforementioned game design stuff. Yeah. Um, and well, I, we that's that's not entirely true. Um, I ended up getting a lot of feedback related to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vast majority of it was overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. However, pacing was an issue. So uh, I have a few ideas on how I can increase pacing. Yeah, I can agree and... with that. Uh, although I think part of that was the fact that we were 20 people. Yeah. It, <laughs> mind you, mind you, it should be able to be handled in, uh, for mass combats that way. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking that uh, there's two ways that you can speed it up. And I'm, I'm not going to get into it here, but... Uh, uh, I'm going to be making some tweaks to the rules and s- some of the philosophies behind the design. And hopefully the next test will have a big, huge, massive combat that goes much faster. That's awesome. I actually have an idea for you, but we'll, I'll, I'll tell you after if I remember. Hopefully <laughs> try to remind and me. When we broke out into the smaller groups, the combats and stuff went nice and fast. Yeah, so it's definitely a people thing and just the amount of people. Yeah. A little bit of decision overload as well. Yeah, definitely. And well, also, uh, not necessarily sure how. At, we'll get into that later when we're okay, not recording yeah. our lovely podcast. <laughs> yes, talking game design stuff later. Okay, so uh, that's what I've had. I've had uh, the the showcasing of a new new brand new LARP and over to boards. Kickstarter video uh, is going to be done by June fifteenth. Nice. So, yay! Which means that I have to get uh, you and yes. uh, Simone out to record. Just so. let me know where I'm needed, and po- probably give me a ride. I should know this week. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's go ahead and get into some questions because we actually have a lot today. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start because. This question is interesting. Okay. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could, in fact, chuck some damn wood? This is by Gord. This is brought in by Gord, and he has a follow-up question after. 
Okay. Uh, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could, in fact, chuck some damn wood? Uh, yeah. A woodchuck could chuck all the wood he could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. I can't do this today. I cannot do the tongue twisters. Lots of wood. How's that? Lots of lots of wood. Yeah, piles. Uh, follow up. If the woodchuck cannot chuck wood, as his name would suggest, then why the fuck is he so aptly named? Inaptly named? Inaptly named. I can't. I can read. <laughs> well, uh, now the woodchuck, like the beaver, if I understand correctly, and I could be completely way off base, but this is going to be entertaining anyway. Uh, woodchuck bites wood like a beaver does. So he eats wood, right? Just chews, 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 and then swallows or whatever, right? Now, the thing is, is I don't think woodchucks can actually digest this stuff, so they got to chuck it up, right? Okay. So technically, it could also be called an upchuck. <laughs> so... Uh, an upchuck would chuck all the chuck it could chuck if an upchuck could chuck up. I'm so confused by that sentence. Oh, tongue twisters yeah. are tough, man. Especially when you're making them up on the fly. <laughs> That's a really tough one. <laughs> okay, your turn okay. to read a question. Okay, uh, if we are living in a simulated reality, then wasn't Thanos just trying to clear up server space to reduce lag? This is from Dan W. You know what? The, I've, I've seen it actually pointed out of like, hey, now you don't have as many lines at Disney World. <laughs> but also Disney World's like not really working. Wait, they don't have as many lines at Disney World? Yeah, Thanos was freeing that means up we've lines. Gone from, that means we've gone from cathode ray tube to freaking plasma screen monitors. Okay. Yeah. Scan lines. Yeah. Oh, you nerd. <laughs> it's all nice and clear now. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I was talking about, like, theme park rides, but yeah, that works too. Wait, wait a second. What about theme park rides? The, the, there was a post, a, like, a while ago pointing out that, like, hey, with less people in the world, there's less lines at Disney World. Yeah, yeah. but half the rides aren't working because the experts are all gone. And, like probably a lot of the staff half of the staff actually would statistically be gone yep exactly guy at the gate disappears no one's getting in or everybody's getting in everybody's getting in come on everybody's getting do you in. really yeah. think we're any of us are gonna pass that up Just, come on mm -hmm. oh yeah bedlam yeah. there'll be absolute bedlam <laughs> oh dear it's my turn cg asks what does the fox say what does the fox say? Oh, God. Um, uh, he says, play my games. Um, over the boards. And uh, almost super. Oh, the fox is, that... is you. Okay. I, I am the fox. See, yeah. I am also the fox. Cause I, have a, I have a fox onesie. It's not in my home right now. And it's too warm to wear right now. But I am also the fox. And I say, bring me poutine. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I was actually going to get a soundboard for this one and <laughs> uh, and kind of make things up as I went, but I couldn't get the soundboard working. So, oh. uh, yeah. Like just a virtual one, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, virtual one. Uh, I was able to work with it for all of about 10 minutes because uh, I downloaded it 10 minutes before the podcast. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't get it working. But it will be working for next time. 
and uh, I will find some fox sounds for CG. But uh, in the meantime, uh, yeah, I am the fox. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. Your favorite book series is being made into a movie TV show. You're part of the cast and crew. What role are you playing on screen, and what's your duty off screen, and why? Okay. David A. asks this. Yes. Good friend Dave. Um, okay, so my favorite book series is... I'd probably have to say the Night Angel trilogy. Um, I don't know if you've read it before. It's by Brent Weeks. Really, really good series. I really love his work. Um, I don't know who I'd actually play... I mean, there, there's some really, really great characters, and I think I'd like to be, um, oh shit, what's her name? Mama Kay, I think is her name. She's basically the, like, the head prostitute woman. I, I can't remember what they actually call them in that, but it's, it's really good. I'd probably be her, although I don't think I'm old enough. Um, I think off screen, though, this is really tough. I think I'd want to be, maybe not, I'd, I'd be like the book bitch, where like I just make sure that it's it's true to the, the books, you know, like make sure like, oh, check the script and like check the book and like be on staff at, at like at every scene, be like, okay, no, you can't do it that way. It oh, so you're, you, you would either be the producer or lore master, Con- or oh, oh, the, the, uh, the contractually guaranteed lore master. Uh, I would... I would want to change the word lore master to scroll sage. Okay. Because, you know, World of Warcraft and anyone, I don't know. anyone who listens who plays currently will understand what I'm talking about and that's all that matters to me. And none of my crowd will understand a damn thing. And that is totally fine. Unless some of them, you know, there might be like an overlap. The, yeah, there could be. There could be. Like most of the people who, who read my stuff and listen to my stuff, they they tend to be uh, around tabletops and and things like that and uh, and uh, console games, believe it or not, hmm. but uh, there's probably some overlap there. There's, yeah, there's bound to be somewhere. Uh, let's see what's the next. My question? turn. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. No, uh, sorry. No, it's your turn for the book series. Huh? Okay. Uh, I've got a lot of favorite book series. Uh, I'm a relatively voracious reader, but my current favorite book series is by a Manitoba author named Chadwick Ginter. And I've been uh, reading and sharing uh, his Thunder Road books with my sons. And we're just loving the thing to pieces. And if I was this, if I was making a movie on this particular book series, I would want to play Loki in this particular book series and I would want to be the director because I wouldn't want anybody to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's that, that's kind of the tough thing with mine is that it's like, oh, I I don't want anyone to fuck that up, but at the same time I I don't know that I have the chops to do it. So I I would take any role that allowed me to pre- prevent any fuckery and I would stick to the uh, the overarching theme of the books you know you know how uh ryan reynolds did such a great job of deadpool because he was a lover of the material and he owned all of the creative uh uh uh, firepower 
in yeah. that series as well. And he did the he did a fantastic job on the Deadpool movies. That's the that's what I would want to happen to the Thunder Road series. And I think that if somebody did make that particular book series into movies, it would be absolutely and utterly fantastic. It is a book series that is made to one day be movies. Oh yeah, fantastic. Like, and that's it's very one cinematic. Thing, that's one thing that I love. Like when actors or like directors, like anybody who is on that side of things, anybody involved in making those movies that's also a fan, it comes out in a different way than like than anybody else and not necessarily in a bad way i'm not saying it's like they they can't do it if they're actors and they're they're like faking it but at the same time it's it comes out so much differently from somebody who's also a fan of the material yeah exactly exactly there's a lot more enthusiasm and a lot more of like i'm gonna throw this away because i'm not even really into the genre and well, well not even necessarily that like um I'm, I swear to God, all I talk about is Warcraft these days, but the Warcraft movie, the, the guy who plays Anduin Lothar, he's, he'd never heard of WoW or Warcraft at all before that, which I'm quite surprised at considering how big it is of a pop culture item. Um, right. But then the guy that plays Orgrim Doomhammer, I can't for the life of me remember his name either, he's, he actually plays WoW. So there's, okay. there's like, yeah, I'm. I'm a nerd. I'm gonna I'm gonna settle the fuck down. <laughs> well, that's it. Like one day, I want to get into voice acting and anime or something like that. I th I think I've got the voice for it. Anyway. Absolutely. And I would love to voice a character in Genlock or Ruby. Ooh, Genlock would be good. I'd. Oh man, I, if if I could hear you next to like David Tennant and oh man. Well, thing is, is I, I I've got that former military voice, right? I used to yeah, I used to do that stuff, and so now uh, I can make that voice come out again whenever I want. So, well, and you have some other really awesome voices too. Well, I've been a game master, like role playing game running guy. I don't, I don't want to call it Dungeon Master because that just alludes to me just playing Dungeons & Dragons, but I've run games for... For a lot of geez, other things, too, yeah. Yeah. 33 years now, I think. Jeez, so, yeah. Yeah. And i, I got to play multiple characters every session, so... I, I lot, feel bad for practice. saying this, but that's longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yep. And uh, I've just dated the shit out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. a... <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm going to get back to CG's question. What does the fox say? Yeah. Uh, uh, I am the fox, but I am a silver fox. Ooh. 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 We're going to have to make you a fox costume now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get on with the next question. All right. right. You, you read this one, right? Yes. Okay, uh, okay. You read it. Read it. Read it. Dave A again sends. Dave A? Where? I'm... Ah, I see it. Yeah. I'm personally tired of the phrase, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Can you make a new one for me? When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Um, when gives you hamburger, make hamburgade. That sounded really wrong, but okay. Can you make Ham juice I... out of hamburger? 
I wouldn't like want to see it. Although, well, somebody yeah. putting like a, like a big slab of meat into an orange <laughs> juicer and just squeezing away. Well, hang on, because like every now and again, you have to feed people through tubes. So it's not necessarily an IVs, and then they'll put stuff like I guess in a blender and make a smoothie type thing out of it. God, that sounds so nasty. <laughs> I'm so sorry for anyone who has to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> when life gives you meat, make meat slurry. Ugh. <laughs> That does not sound appetizing to me. No, that one doesn't work. Although that one doesn't work at all. Yeah, no. Hmm. <laughs> when, when life gives you, I was trying to go from from you know vegetable to to like to meat, and that yeah. didn't work. Uh, let's see. When life what? gives you a closed pistachio shell, sometimes you gotta crack it open. That works good. That Yay. works good. Uh, when life gives you lemons, fuck lemons, fuck lemons, throw them back. Make life take the lemons back. <laughs> Demand to see life's manager. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going there. Thinking lemons. God. I knew you were going Cave there. Johnson and I'm just like waiting a, for it. Cave Johnson is fucking amazing. Love oh, Cave Johnson. I love Cave Johnson too. <laughs> for anyone that's confused, that's Portal. Demand to see life's manager. We're just throwing science at the wall and see what happens. I'm the man who's going to burn your house down with the lemons. <laughs> Fucking so good. Oh, one of the best characters created of all time. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, uh, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. When life gives you pucks. When life gives Shoot you pucks. When life, ge when life gives you a... When life trades you a bag of pucks. When life trades you a bag of pucks... Uh, yeah, because when you get traded a bag of pucks, you're getting the you're getting the 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 shitty end of the trade, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. When life when life trades you a bag of pucks, put all of those pucks top shelf. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. That's very hockey centric, but yeah. When life trades you a bag of pucks, put all those pucks top shelf. I like it. Top shelf snipe selly. Oh yeah. <laughs> Next question, I guess. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, top three to five superhero movies and any particular why. Okay, I've been That's thinking, from Ben H. I've been thinking about this one all day. I, this is really hard. And I know I'm going to have some like very, very, very unpopular opinions. And my reasons why are going to be very different than most other, people re most other people's reasons why. He's specific. I just want to go over like parameters for this. Okay. Ben said top three to five superhero movies. Are we sticking to movies or are we, are we going to include the television series that are also out there? We can also include television series. Okay. Okay. Well, well, okay. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So my first one, I'll do one, then you do one. So my first one, and you're going to completely disagree with me and that's fine. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3? No, yeah. I, I like that one a lot. Okay, because I, I did like that one a lot. I I was out with my friend earlier, and he's like, "Really? That was the worst of the Iron Man movies." I'm like, "Okay, but here's the thing: he's suffering panic attacks. I have had panic attacks. That made him very real. That that made him not just a superhero on on a screen to me. That made him somebody who sat next to me." I I would have liked it if they if they kept Tony Stark. Uh, with his alcohol problem and struggling against that. I kind of agree, but at the same time, the panic attacks really resonated a lot more with me. Well, yeah, yeah. 
and and you know what it good on them i think they did a good job of that mm-hmm. real uh my number one uh was probably the movie that turned around the entire superhero genre uh to become a viable uh uh, uh business model mm-hmm. and that would be uh uh batman begins Okay, yeah, yeah, it really was started with that, huh? Yeah, and then all these super superhero movies started coming out. That was probably uh, my it, just for the way it influenced the movie industry. Oh, absolutely, yeah, it definitely put um, a lot different of a spin of like the jocks being like, "Oh, you're nerds, we're gonna beat you up," and then they realize, "Oh, this is the shit you're reading. Cool." Mm-hmm. Definitely, yep. there's that. Um, I'm going to go with, my next one is going to be Endgame. Endgame? Endgame. And for one very particular reason why, Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, he, Thor, I'm sorry, like he, yeah, you, something, that's just something else. Yeah, and like, especially having lost one friend, like that was really, really super close, like that that hurt and i saw a lot of myself in uh in thor and i want i want more of that thor give me more of that thor i want more of it yeah he's gonna be in guardians now apparently that that's apparently just rumors at this point i mean i really hope it's true but i don't know we'll see i hope so a lot of rumors about that movie by the way oh i I don't doubt it I'm, i'm i'm trying to stay away from it just because i'm like let's 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 be surprised yeah. Space right. Palette and Beta Ray Bull <laughs> is, is supposed to show up in that one. Uh, okay, I, was, uh, I got my number two now, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, my number two movie uh, was another incredibly influential movie, and that was Iron Man 1. This I will agree with. Again, uh, because of the influence that it had on the entire genre and in uh, and in storytelling in Hollywood. Yeah. And that that was the beginning of the MCU. Yep. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. I need I need no, I need at least one more. Ah, shit. Now we also said TV series, right? Yep. Okay, I'm going to go with Supergirl. Supergirl? Yeah. Why is that? I'm fucking loving Supergirl and her sister is gay in the series. Sorry if that's a spoiler for anyone that was like season fucking two. Or one. I don't even remember when. That that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show and I, I love it. And I, I love that there's queer representation. Uh, I'm going to reserve my number three for a television series as well. Okay. And it would have gone number one, but uh, I had to give Iron Man and uh, and Batman Begins their due. Yeah. My number three is uh doom patrol it's gotta be doom patrol all of the characters are so unbelievably traumatized and and deeply flawed and but they're trying to do their best and work their way through it anyway and it's more a story about how they're coping with all of this really terrible things that have happened to them uh and, and it shows that people that that are that are wounded you know, like deeply and mm-hmm. utterly wounded on the inside can still make a difference in the world around them. Where is this one? Because I haven't actually gotten a chance to watch it yet. Uh, Doom Patrol. Oh, goodness. 
where is that? I think it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. Uh, so let, let me let me double check. Let me okay. double check. Yeah, in Canada, Doom Patrol's on space. Okay. Which, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to find a way. Oh, Brendan Fraser's in it. That's right. Yes. Okay. And cool. uh, everybody just such an amazing, amazing job acting in this. Like it's fantastic. Absolutely. Um, do you have any others that you want to mention for the superheroes movies? I'd I'd have to say um, Deadpool. Deadpool. Because, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I really love how Ryan Reynolds just absolutely took that project and loved the absolute fuck out of it. Yeah, a, a shout out to Shazam as well. Uh, for it's it's a fun superhero movie it's 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 campy as fuck oh wait yeah no sorry no i know what you're talking about i just i haven't seen it yet i I was thinking about kazam because that came up in a podcast that i was listening to yesterday no 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 no, no, shazam it's it's lighthearted. it's fun and there there's now mind you there's there's some tough stuff in it Mm-hmm. Like really big, huge issues in it, but it's it's really really well made. And another shout out I would say goes to um, Batman: The Dark Knight because yeah. that showed that actors who portray superheroes are legit should be considered for Oscar. Oh, absolutely. Because there's a lot of really really good that goes into these movies. Uh, that was right? also the one with the Joker, and a lot of people gave Heath Ledger shit. And yeah. he was probably, he's my favorite Joker anyway. I'd my say. favorite Joker, too. Uh, uh, well, it... hang on. There's still Mark Hamill. Although I like Mark Hamill well, from other things than Joker. My favorite live action Joker. Yeah. Mark Hamill's definitely my favorite Joker Joker. Mark Hamill's just Cause... Mark Hamill. I just, I love Mark Hamill. Okay. That's well, it. me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, next question. Let's go to the next question because I think I've, I'm out of superhero movies that I can really gush about. Oh no, wait, no, I can talk about Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is amazing, and I love it. What about Captain Marvel? Would you think? Oh God, my yes. Oh, I was about to say something. That I'm like, wait, that's part of Endgame. Uh, when she, when she gets the haircut in Endgame, just oh my heart. Um, but yeah, no, I loved Captain Marvel with all of the. 90s feminism that absolutely should have been in my in my childhood it's a uh, i would like to give that one it's due as well yeah because it's a very very influential movie absolutely and, uh, I, uh I, i'm still not positive about brie larson's casting in it i mean i like her but uh uh she seemed, compared to most of the other actors in all of the other movies, she seemed to be the most kind of wooden. But uh, I thought the writing in Captain Marvel was was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And I thought the cinematography was fantastic. And I thought uh, almost everybody else delivered very, very well on it. So, mm-hmm. And, and you know what? You can't, you can't fault anything that has a, an orange kitty. Exactly. And, and and you know what? Brie Larson didn't do a terrible job. It was good enough for a a, a, uh, a middle-of-the-road Marvel movie. Yeah, I can't wait to see more of that because uh, we have to have more of Captain Marvel. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We need more Captain Marvel because simply because of the effect that it's having on all these young girls, yeah. right? Fuck yeah. 
And, uh, you know, anything that's having that kind of positive effect is not a bad thing. Absolutely we not. Need, we need more of it, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. I 1,000% agree. All right, let's go with the next question. Uh, from the Avengers Endgame movie, if their time travel theory was a bucket, would it hold any water? This comes from Carlicles. If, okay. From the Avengers Endgame movie, if their time travel theory was a bucket, would it hold any water? Carlocles Clusticus. I think I pronounced his last name right. I, 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 that's why I don't want to say last names, because I really suck at <laughs> pronouncing last names. We'll just call it Carlocles C, or Carlo. Carlo C! Good enough. Okay. Good enough. The time travel theory was a bucket, would it hold any water? My first thought on this was no absolutely not why because i'm one of those people who ascribes to the whole theory that if you lay a hand on yourself or interact with yourself within a timeline Mm -hmm. you create a paradox and nasty things happen Uh, so captain america captain america fighting himself the moment they touched each other would have imploded into a, a squishy thing of flesh and then created a singularity and sucked in the universe through it. Okay, kind of like Nebula's like network thingy. Network uh, thingy? When she was like, someone else was on her network and that's how they found out about the plan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that, except worse. Yeah. Messier, uh, more but, painful. But that is America's ass. It is America's ass, yep. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh... Uh, Definitely America's ass. I'm going to quote a a certain Starfleet captain here because I love time travel. As long as I get to consume it, I don't like talking about it after the fact because it's confusing as all fuck. (laughs) Uh, Which which captain are you quoting? I will let you guess after I read it. How's that? Sure. Okay. Time travel. Since my first day on the job as a Starfleet captain, I swore I'd never let myself get caught in one of those godforsaken paradoxes. The future is the past, the past is the future, it all gives me a headache. The future is the past, past is the future, it all gives me a headache. It's a captain, you say? It's a captain. Uh, Did they start out the series as a captain? Yes. So it's not DS9. No, I was thinking Riker. Uh... Oh, that's right. He is captain later. Well, yeah. in TV series, though. This is not uh, in the movies. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. TV series captain. We're talking paradoxes and stuff like that. Uh, there's lots of paradoxes that happen. In a, uh, my guess would be uh, there's lots of time paradoxes and stuff like that. So... Janeway. Yeah, there you go. You got it. Yeah, just by process of elimination. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, it's something that, um, like, I love talking, I, I love seeing them in stuff. Like, they're, mm-hmm. we use them in World of Warcraft, we use them in Endgame, we use them in all of Star Trek, for God's sakes. And I just, I love them, at, but at the same time, I hate talking about them, because they're just so confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to uh, handle them. My favorite take on time travel was done in Groundhog Day. Yeah. And in Stargate SG9. I've never watched Or SG1. Stargate okay, SG1. I was, 
I, I was very confused by the nine there. I'm like, wait, there's a nine? No, no SG9 is my favorite team. That's why. Okay, that makes sense. They're, uh, they're, they're the people that you bring in when shit's hit the fan. Yeah. But anyway, uh, SG uh, Stargate SG1, they had a time loop uh, Groundhog Day episode, and it was fucking fantastic. It, uh, I feel like I remember watching it, but I don't remember watching it. My fa- my favorite part was when Teal'c was describing... Okay, uh, uh, Colonel O'Neill was complaining about how rough he had it <laughs> with this whole time loop thing, and Teal'c goes, you are not the only one who has a, who has a rough time with this time loop thing, O'Neill. Because every time it loops for Teal'c, the moment it loops, he gets hit in the face with a door. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tilk. I love Christopher Judd. <laughs> Me too. He's so He's, good. Yeah, and he he, he does uh, he did the voice for Kratos in the latest. Yes. Um, uh, uh, he also does some voices boy. in WoW. Uh, he, he does some voices in WoW this expansion. And I, every time I get, get to hear one of the low, I'm just like, ah, oh, yay, Christopher Judge. No, uh, I hear the ironic thing is that Christopher Judge plays all these really hardcore characters and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Apparently he is an ultra hippie-ish sweetheart in real life. Well, it's like Jason Momoa too, and like oh shit. Who else am I thinking of? The Rock? The Rock also too, but I mean he's still like super jacked as fuck, but um Christopher Sabat, he does a lot of like very super like he he's uh alex louis armstrong in full Metal alchemist okay one second here would you mind if i loop back to one of the previous topics yes you would mind no <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead go back to one of the previous topics okay there's a lot of people given uh given hollywood shit about their choice for the new batman yeah uh, uh... i can't remember his name robert pattinson Robert Pattinson, right. They're, everybody's giving Hollywood shit about selecting Robert Pattinson for this. Now, the thing is, is I say calm the fuck down, mm-hmm. first of all. Because these are the same people that gave shit to uh, shit about the choice of Joker. Yep. And, and he won a fucking Academy Award. Absolutely. So it doesn't... It, these people are professional actors, right? Mm-hmm. And... You would be foolish to think that Robert Pattinson, A, hasn't been working on his craft mm-hmm. the whole time, yep. and B, that he's not going to be jacked as fuck for that movie because it's his job to work out. Yep. They they get all of these trainers and all these dietitians and stuff like that, and they can pack on 30 pounds of muscle in, like, a few months. Well, and, like, look how much uh, fucking Chris Pratt was working out and shit and... I, I, I feel Hugh Jackman. Get that him too, but like Hugh Jackman was was my age when he started playing fucking Wolverine. Actually, yeah, he was it, your age. He's that's why he's my fucking inspiration because he was an old guy like me, but he got jacked as fuck. Yeah, and that's and and so that's why he's my inspiration. I follow all of his workouts and stuff like. Fair enough. Well, and even like, um, oh shit, who was I talking about? You were talking about Robert Pattinson. Ro- no, Robert. No, it was somebody on top of Robert Pattinson. Or not on top of. Wow, you got your <laughs> in a really weird place. I'm apparently in Yowie land. Um, mm. it, it fits with the tentacles, I guess. 
<laughs> All right, Sorry. so we're talking about how somebody's on top of Robert Pattinson. No. This is the podcast for today. This no, no, um, somebody who works out. No, Chris Pratt is like Chris he, Pratt. Yeah, he is like absolutely. I totally understand. I feel bad for laughing at all of his like Instagram videos of him, um, almost complaining about his diet food and like he's like, this is what I get to eat today because I love life. And then he's like, no, I really don't. <laughs> what was he eating? Oh God, there, there was there was one point where he he decided to just go ahead and eat his snack earlier and it was something with cucumbers and like just like raw vegetables so like very healthy oh. stuff but that that was one video that like really stuck out to me that was just like he's just like i hate life yep i'm so sorry man yep 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 yep, yep. uh <laughs> hugh jackman was joking that uh he gave up playing wolverine because he was sick and tired of eating egg white omelets i can't blame him for that at all mm -hmm. yep it's a lot of work where the hell were we? I uh, uh, We were talking about... There was time travel. I don't know. Let's time oh, travel yes. forward uh, time travel. Question. Time travel theory was a bucket. Would would it hold any water? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it made sense to me. It... it, it I'm it also does not make... the smartest, so... I, 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 well, I've watched a lot of Doctor Who... And and stuff like that. So I, I'm kind of uh, I've had a certain certain things ingrained in my head. I've got I've got preconceived notions about time travel. That's okay. Fair enough. I mean, th there's lots of time. I I've consumed so much time travel that I'm very confused by all of it. Because <laughs> a lot of it is very different. A lot like uh, there's like two dungeons specifically in WoW that are very much akin to Endgame. Where it's it's that kind of idea where it's a completely alternate timeline, mm -hmm. and then a whole expansion that was that, and then there's stuff in Star Trek where everything that they actually do when they go back in time it directly affects their timeline. Oh, okay. So there's there's that too, and yeah, I'm I mean there's I don't know what else to say. It's very confusing. I, but then there's also I, the alternate timeline dimension thing in ds9 and then i just i've lost i'm lost well yeah like there's whenever you go back in time it, it, theoretically you're no longer in your universe anymore mm -hmm. right you split you're in a different universe if you change anything so who can, knows can right we, can we time travel forward to the next question but actually just one last thing on this okay <laughs> i watched this thing uh, is documentary uh, like science documentary on on Netflix? And they were talking about time travel, mm -hmm. and they said, "Could you go back in time and shoot yourself?" Well, most of the scientists that were interviewed on this agree agreed that there would be some if you tried to do something like that, and you managed to siphon enough energy to be able to punch a hole in time, going back in time, and you were looking at the same place, you would cause uh, basically the Big Bang. Because of the feedback loop, uh, you would create an infinite feedback loop is what you would do. And you know how when you create a feedback loop with a microphone yeah. and, a, uh, uh, and, a, and a speaker, yep. they said that if you did this with space-time and matter, you create basically the Big Bang. <laughs> there, would be, like, there would be a colossal uh, event. This is hurting my brain. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so 
That's what they said. I'm going with them. Part of me really wants to watch this movie, but at the same time, I don't know if it's a good idea if this is already hurting my brain. Yeah. Maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Next question. Melanie uh, asked me directly. Melanie M says, Who does number two work for? I have been racking my brain all day trying to figure out which number two this is. Which number two this is? I don't remember any number twos in anything aside from, you know, poop. You don't remember who the scene where the one spy was fighting inside that public washroom and saying, who does number two work for? Trying to figure out who number one was. I feel like, I feel like you do know this character. I feel like it's there, but I really cannot fucking grasp it right now. Like it's, it's stored in my brain somewhere. I just don't know where. Austin powers. Oh shit. Okay. He was in a bathroom stall and a spy came through a vent into his stall and they were fighting. Right. And then he was drowning the guy in the toilet. Yep. And Tom Arnold was in the one next to him going, hey, mind giving us a courtesy flush, bud? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Who does not do work for? That was my first (laughs) You tell that turd who's boss. That was was my first inclination of... Like that that's gotta be an Austin Powers thing, right? But I just I could not remember and shit now I don't remember who number two worked for. <laughs> I mean it was Doctor Evil and then it was somebody under him though. Number two works for Doctor Evil. Okay. <laughs> that's I could not Throw remember. me a freaking bone here. I'm so sorry. I apparently I'm the one who needs the freaking bone. Shit. <laughs> Technically number two works for me. Okay, and your butt? Yes. Okay. Uh, It does a lot of work for me on the internet. Um, (laughs) People tune in to my posts regularly to see how regular I am. (laughs) And they love my stories. They love my stories. I also do this too. It's not even funny anymore. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is a a nice question that that is confusing Uh, to me. Okay. This person asked this question because they specifically want a story about number two. Okay. So, so, okay, fine. Am I going to read it? What? I'm reading it, right? You're reading what? The question. No, I no, I'm, I still got the number two story. Oh, we're still got the number two story. Sorry, my yeah. bad. Okay. Uh, I've worked for a lot of big companies. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of bathrooms I have absolutely destroyed. Oh, dear now, God. if it's one person going into the bathroom and destroying it, 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 it's an unfortunate event. If one person is in the middle of destroying the bathroom and another person walks in and starts destroying the bathroom with that person, you start to think. And if a third person gets into the last stall and starts destroying the bathroom with the other two, it's a trend. And this something's <laughs> gone off. Something's gone off. And it's probably related to uh, everybody going out to eat at the same place. So, oh, I think yeah. I know what this story is in reference to. No, it, no, th- th- no, this one was, this one was separate. It's, it's happened at a place I've worked. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, an entire department literally got shits at the same time and <laughs> filled up like three bathrooms. And, 
and everybody was wondering what the hell was going on because this you could only hear the echoing sound of like wet splatter farts as they were exiting their entire insides out their back orifice for like a half an hour with the sound of like tortured wildebeest going, ah! <laughs> ah! you know, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh dear. If, if there's one person, it's an, it's an unfortunate incident. Uh, if there is more than one person, especially in more than one bathroom, something's happened. <laughs> I feel pretty bad not for good. laughing about this. Because I also know that pain. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like fucking. It's like somebody. It's like somebody filled a whoopee cushion with pudding, and, and just started smashing away on it. Anyway, that's that. That's that's it for number for for that question. Let's kind of move on. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Next question. Uh, this one's sent to us from Bobby T. What is the airspeed? What airspeed? Airspeed. Okay. <laughs> That's a new word. Speed. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Give answers for both African and European and show your work. My question first is how do we show our work in an audio medium? Uh, okay. Showing your work. Okay. You said unladen swallow, right? Unladen swallow, yes. Unladen swallow. That means unburdened with the weight of coconuts. Now, now, a, a, a laden swallow cannot, a, a five ounce bird cannot carry a two pound coconut. It just doesn't work, right? Yeah. Now, that's the beginning of our math. Now, if you remove the five pound coconut or two pound coconut from the five ounce bird, now we're talking mm -hmm. because there's nothing holding that bird back anymore. Absolutely not because right? it's unladen. Exactly. That's why sparrows are always tied down to coconuts. So now you got to be careful when you're unleashing sparrows from coconuts. It, it's dangerous. It's, it's really, really dangerous. So what you got to do is you got to get like bulletproof glass and you got to have these snips that kind of uh, are automatically kind of they clamp. And when you pull a string, this hydraulic thing kind of pushes and, and the thing snaps and when that string snaps, that bird takes off like a shot, <laughs> okay? It's going for fucking stink. And when these things break the sound barrier, it's a, it's a thing to behold. Because <laughs> they're going at about 500 miles an hour at this point. And there's a shock wave that starts up right in front of their little beaks. And when that passes through to their wings, there's this puff of feathers and the bird goes away. It's gone. Absolutely gone. It's it's done. That's why there's not many sparrows in Europe right now. They've been engineered to fly too fast for their poor little bodies to be able to take. So uh, they were last clocked at about Mach 1 because they can't survive the blast wave. So uh, that's the European swallow. Uh, the African swallow, however, is a much bigger bird. Its balls are as big as coconuts, and uh, it has trouble flying because its balls are so big. So it runs everywhere with its balls kind of flapping around and, and kind of knocking into shit, which is uncomfortable for the African swallow, to be honest with you. Uh, so the African swallow uh, tries to fly because running is, is well, it's banging its balls around. So when it tries to fly, 
uh, it's actually kind of pathetic. Its feet come off the ground because its wings are are, are enough to carry its body. But like I said, two-pound coconut, well, this thing's carrying two of them. So its feet leave the ground, but its balls don't. So it's trying to fly, and its balls are kind of skipping along the ground like, like, like a water skier on a rough lake, right? With the balls doing that, doing that thing, and it's, it's not comfortable for the bird. So the bird stops eventually, and 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 that's when bad things happen because uh, the jackals of the uh, the Serengeti they like they like swallow balls. <laughs> They like they like swallow balls, so it's a game. It's a game they play. And where was I with this? Oh yeah, um, jackals like swallow balls because uh, they're they're easy to get. Or is this a, okay? Or is this a political <laughs> question? And is this a question about the public in those regions swallowing was given to them by their leadership? Uh oh. Okay, that was the second part of the question. Um, yeah, that's a separate part of the question from someone else. Uh, jackals swallow balls, so yeah, I think jackals are conservative. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes from trying not to laugh too hard. Conservatives are ball swallowing jackals. Yeah. 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 yeah so do we it. just turned it into a political question. I didn't turn it into a political question. <laughs> Carlo did. Car- okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, we're good. I can breathe. We're good. I, he mentioned I, swallowing and politics. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess let's go with the next question because I don't think I can come up with anything nearly that is good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was actually looking up the airspeed velocity of an of an unladen swallow, and literally everything is just like, "Hey, this is the joke. It's from it's from Monty Python." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't actually know the actual airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow, which was going to be a Google search. And it, I... Mach 1 till they explode, <laughs> or dragging along the ground at about 6 miles an hour. And then swallowed by jackals. And then swallowed, and then having their balls swallowed by jackals. Yep. <gasps> okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll read the next question. <laughs> we all know jackals love to swallow. <laughs> Love the swallow. Sorry. Oh, God. Sorry. Okay. Calm. Love swallows. <laughs> calm Fuck. Your, calm your tits over there. I'm trying to get her, trying to get it right when my head's in the wrong spot. Okay. Okay. Go. All right. I'll read the next question. Okay. Okay. Breathing. We're good. Wait, isn't it my turn to read? You read the last one, right? Uh, yeah, but then you kind of. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What are your priorities? Real. And imaginary. Okay, this is another one that I've been thinking about. Um, so imaginary, I'd have to go with punching Ashara in the face and punching Deathwing in the face. What? Punching Ashara in the face. It's uh-huh. like the next boss, the next big boss of the next tier of raids. Okay. I, I'm a giant nerd, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Deathwing in the face, because it's Deathwing and... There, there's, uh, there's an entire quest line that is my favorite quest line in all of WoW. Um, that you, you, you talk to three people who are telling you about the day that Deathwing came, and one of them is he has to go punch Deathwing in the face, and it's great, and I love it. Okay. Yeah. As for real, I'd say. Actually, what did Deathwing ever do to him? Deathwing fucking ruined the fucking world, man. 
he like legit he broke Azeroth. He's he's called the world breaker for a reason. It could just be a PR thing. No, 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 no. De- Deathwing is not like a Trump where he's like pretending to like not do shit when he's actually doing shit. Deathwing's like, hey, I'm gonna go light the fucking world on fire, and then comes and lights the world on fire, and there's an achievement for being killed by Deathwing by him lighting the world on fire. Well, you know, he he gave you what exactly what he promised. That's yeah, that's kept his word. Enough reason to vote for him. Yeah, it wasn't really a voting thing. It's just he's a big dragon, and he's gonna do what he wants. Oh, okay. <laughs> so nobody voted to put him there. No, he just is there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as, Got it. As for real, having shit fucking work, which is so far, I hope I don't jinx it, but it's it's working. Good. It 16 gigs of RAM that it can good, all good, good, read. Good. good computer. I love you. Awesome. Okay. All right. How about you? What are your priorities? Uh, my real priorities are to get Googly Beard running to the point where I have something to hand off to my boys in case I kick the bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, uh, it's all I got. So if I get it up and running and it's making money and I can hand it off to them or to somebody else with having them as shareholders mm-hmm. or something like that, then I will have left something behind that that's useful to them. Mm-hmm. If I don't, get it up and running then well i have really anything to give them so mm-hmm. my biggest priority is getting the getting the company up uh designing games podcasting entertainment uh yeah, that type of stuff so just get it up and running yeah and so far uh we're making good progress this year we had a little bit of a slowdown over the last couple of years reasons but now it's starting to pick up again so yay and imaginary priorities imaginary priorities uh i want to uh become sorcerer supreme i like it i will vote for you for sorcerer supreme okay uh i i would appreciate everybody's votes to become sorcerer supreme i will use my power strictly to bring peace and pleasantness to the universe and I will, instead of having all the people in the universe, I'm going to double all the resources in the universe. Yay! So, Not what yeah. Thanos did. Make me Sorcerer Supreme, and I will double all the resources. Why didn't he just do that? Like, seriously, why, why not? Because just... he's a fucking idiot. <sighs> <laughs> he, he's a musclehead with a fucking, with a, with a huge ultimate unlimited power gauntlet okay right yeah give the power gauntlet to somebody like dr strange and he's got the brain power to be able to use it for something that can benefit the universe yep or destroy it which is also good yeah i mean these days yeah i'd be okay with destroying the entire universe no not destroy the universe destroy the glove oh destroy the okay so nobody can use it oh my god And we just got a nice, good glimpse into my mind. I'm so sorry, everyone. Destroy the universe! Destroy the glove! Oh, man! Sorry, oh, everyone. universe. Sorry, everyone, for my uh, my little darkness there. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>
You can tell where my headspace is at. <laughs> it's been a day. I'm going to go ahead and read the next question. Reminds me of the time. Me, me and some of you are talking here, right? I was talking about hydro poles. What the fuck were you talking about? Um, nothing. Because I thought the conversation was about fellatio. So. Oh, I'm not sure what tangent we're off on now. It's... <laughs> Where the hell were you going with this? I don't know. Fellatio. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and read the next question. All right. Uh, this one comes from Richard T. Why are the mole people not, or why are the mole men not at war with reptilians? And quite frankly, they're mole people, not mole men. There's, there's women and children there too. And why All are right. they not at war with the reptilians? Which mole people are easy talking about? I don't know. Uh, the mole men and the reptilians. Are these, like, oh... Is this the theory that, like, all the politicians are reptile people? Yeah. That's where I think he was going with this. I, I that's where I... The reptilians, it. right? I think that's what they're called. Yeah. And the reason why they call them mole people is because they tend to hide and spy, right? Maybe. I don't, I'm not really up to date on conspiracy theories, I'm not gonna lie. Neither am I, but I'm going to make something up anyway. Okay. Um, okay, so, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the mole men not at war with Because uh, the mole men already repulsed the reptilians. The reptilians are trying, tried to oust the mole men. But the mole men, being what they are, were able to create underground defenses and were able to uh, repulse the the rep uh, the reptoid attacks on their homes. Now the thing is, is reptoids they need to be out in the open every now and again. And the mole men were uh, mole people were allowed were quick to take advantage of this. So when you're out in the open, you're vulnerable. So and they need to occasionally lay on hot sand and rocks and stuff like that. And well, if you're laying on Hot sand. Well, everybody's seen tremors, right? Yeah, that. Yeah, and so. and Jaws and Sharknado and. Yep, and that's why that's why uh, that's why reptiles lay on hot rocks. By the way, is because uh, mole people will uh, will come from underground and eat them. Wait, they do that so that mole people will come from underground and eat them? No, no, they they go on rocks, so the mole people can't get them. Because oh. they won't, if they're on soft ground, right? The oh, mole I, people can run underneath I, and they eat them. Okay, I see. Yeah, like tremors and when they're like on the roof and yeah, I I got you. I it took me a minute, but I, I'm there. Now, now moles, as everybody knows, are carnivorous. So and and lizards are their their favorite food. And so going to war and destroying the the reptoids is is against their own best interest. They would rather the reptoids be alive and be cattle. I feel like this is getting a little dark. <laughs> so the, the reptoids are food. Yep. And they've started controlling human governments to try and free themselves from their plight uh, that's caused by the mole people. 
could also be like the Bajorans and, and the Cardassians. I mean, Cardassians were there in full force, and hey, the Bajorans fucking made it. Star Trek made reference. It? Yeah, they, they fucking got the Cardassians out of there. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, so there you go. Go go mole people of Bajorans. Go mole people? <laughs> the but, Bajorans. But they're, e- but they're eating the reptile. Ah, uh, I, I think I lost my thing there. I don't know. <laughs> I, I got the Star Trek like, well, reference my, in and that makes are, me happy. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, so the reptiles are the bad guys. Yes. Uh, yeah, the Cardassians. Okay. okay, so the reptiles are like the Cardassians. They are invading the mole people's space. Yes. Okay, to eat the mole eggs. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Wait, no, yeah. moles don't lay eggs. Moles lay eggs, don't they? I don't think so. Aren't they like rodents? Uh, like long bill, feathered, go quack, moles. That's not a mole. That's a platypus you're you're describing. Ah, yes, platypus. Platypus goes quack. Yes. Do they? Yeah, moles they got... look very different than a platypus. <laughs> they do not have a duck bill. Oh, okay. So moles do not lay eggs. No. What the hell's a mole? They're small mammals adapted to a subterranean lifestyle, according ah, to Wikipedia. I'm going to look this shit up. They're actually kind of cute. They have a lot of toes. Holy crap, they have a lot of toes. Damn. And then they have like an anteater type, like sort of snout type thing. Oh my god! <laughs> naked mole rat! You've never witnessed a na- naked mole rat? Oh! I guess you're older than the Kim Possible time, huh? It's like a... Oh, it's like a wrinkly old penis with teeth. <laughs> oh! Thank you for ruining everyone's childhood that grew up with Kim Possible. Sorry, guys. Who grew up with what? <laughs> Kim Possible. Yeah, I've heard of Kim Possible. Yeah. Um, What's that got to do with naked mole rats? His, her sidekick has a naked mole rat as a pet. Oh! <laughs> well... <it's> a... <laughs> Say goodbye to that childhood. Yep. Docs, docs, go in Doc. there like the Kool-Aid man and flush that down the toilet. Like fucking Godzilla, just smashy smash. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your childhood. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay. <sighs> oh, okay. Is it my, my uh, turn yeah. now? It's your turn. Okay. Stephanie D asks, what is? What is? What is? what is? What is not? Ooh. What is not? What is not? Is is is. Shit, we're going. What is? <laughs> I'm. Confused. Is not is. It is not. Haha. Is good. Is not good. Is definitely good. Sure. Is good. <laughs> <laughs> is good. Okay, now now we're getting into some strange territory. What what's what what are you doing? <laughs> He's good. Rock good. Fire good. I think we've devolved. Napster bad. Naked mole rat. Na- <laughs> now, what kind of voice would a naked mole rat have? Uh, what, just... what is naked mole rat? Naked roll mat? Mole mat? Like a yoga <laughs> roll mat? mat? Product for RPGs. <laughs> that... Naked naked mole. Naked roll mat. Okay. <laughs> naked mole rat. What is. Is is good. He's good boy. Oh, he's good boy. He's doggy. He's doggy dog. Oh, daddy. He's good. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That. What? What is? What is, daddy? I don't know. 
I am buddy. I eat poop. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty bum chocolates with magical sprinkles. <laughs> okay, that's enough, buddy. Yeah. Buddy's my dog, and he eats cat poop. Oh, and the, man. The, the, thing, the thing about when he's eating cat poop is it looks like he's eating something that tastes both at the same time. He knows it's poop, so it's disgusting him, but it tastes so good he can't stop himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that look on his face. just ah, I can't stop myself. <laughs> It's hilarious God, it's and disgusting like... at the same time. So I know exactly how he. Well, and if if it's anything like my cat, yeah, I swear I don't know what I've been feeding him. Every now and again, he just has like a weapon of mass destruction in the litter box for me, and I'm like, oh dear God, <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be from allergies or from chemical warfare, but <laughs> something. <laughs> All right. <sighs> All right. Okay. You're next. Or is I, it me? I, it's me next. Uh, David H sent us what is the question uh the question is a super villain in the dc universe if i remember correctly oh that's okay cool yeah no 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 that's the riddler yeah uh i think the question is a uh uh a cheap knockoff of the riddler uh who has extremely simple Tr uh, questions to ask. So whereas the Riddler goes, ha ha, what is this thing? And has you running all over the city, mm -hmm. like trying to solve this riddle, the question guy goes, uh, yeah, do you, do you want fries with that? <laughs> okay, that, that solved that riddle. That, that, yeah, I know it's not much, but it's what I got. You know what? The question is a great C-list superhero. Absolutely, yeah. And, and uh, no, not superheroes. Great C-list supervillain. Yeah. Where... He goes up and his superpower is asking just a regular question. I ask questions. Can I That's steal what this I do. One? Can I steal this one for my villain? Yes, you can. Yeah. I ask questions. Yeah. That's awesome. That is the question. Uh, See list superhero. Okay. Okay, you go ahead. That's not the question that I have. Okay. Uh, what do you get when you multiply six by nine? 69, dude. Nope. No, that's if you put the six and the nine together. Yeah. Not when you Oh, I'm so dumb. Okay. It's it's not the answer that you think it should be. Okay. Okay. What's the question? What do you get when you multiply six by nine? Multiply six by nine. Anybody who's read a certain book series or has listened to a certain series of radio plays will know exactly what I'm talking about. Multiply six by nine. Well, that means nine is watching six multiply itself, which is... Uh, Pornhub thing. <laughs> okay, well, the answer is 42, but it's, it's it's the question. It's the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. I knew that. Yeah, it's in <laughs> one of the later books, and it's there's time tra there's time travel involved in that one, too. Yep, I, I knew all of this. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't think of it at the time. That's okay. Uh, Ignore me! It just, it popped in my head as soon as I saw it. I was like, what? It's like when they're pulling out the Scrabble tiles. I'm like, I love that question. Oh, man. How did I not get that and go right into the poor shit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was amusing anyway. <laughs> okay. Do you know anyone still doing D&D &D campaigns? I can't find anyone. This is from Gentina B. 
Uh, I don't personally know anyone, but there's... It, go on Roll20.net uh, or net org. I don't remember what uh, it is. Roll20. Uh, just, yeah, Roll20. Just Google yep. Roll20. You'll get there. And you can actually like look for people who are looking for players. Yeah, it's Roll20.net. R-O-L-L-2-0 dot net. Yeah. I probably could have spelled that out too. Uh, oh, there's also pickup groups and stuff like that for organized play for Dungeons and Dragons at local gaming shops as well. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's cool. I think Gentina is in Winnipeg, so we're talking uh, amusing games, uh, game night, uh, and places like that. Those are the only two that I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm not. I don't know if what other stores do the. Uh, the uh pathfinder society yeah i'm not sure i i mean that that's also going to be very local to like anybody who else who might be listening like i'm sure if you google something but if you can't get out of your home like yeah roll 20 is the way to go roll 20 in discord yep or skype whichever yep yep you know the the program that allows you to communicate with each other exactly uh all right next question from cm franklin why do wasps watch our evens? Why are there no question marks? Alright. Why do wasps? Wasps do because angry. Yep. Okay. What are evens? On the right. Even pointy and poisonous. Swelly, ices, and anti-stings. Why are there no question marks? Oh no. Why are there no question marks? Statement. Yeah, this this was all written as statements with periods, not question marks. Why do wasps? What do wasps do? Wasps do angry sting. Wasps what are, are evens? Dead. What are evens? On the right. Yeah. Uh, wasps do because angry. What are evens? Even stings. Stings angry. And poison bad. And why no question marks? Because stung? Angry. Sad. <laughs> you yeah. go. Uh, you know what? I don't. All I know is even groups are on the right. Group seven and eight are wealth groups. Now handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, one of those things that like only certain people are going to understand what the fuck we're saying. Uh, and that is totally fine. Because <laughs> I made myself laugh, and that's all that matters. Okay, you read this last one, right? Yep. Okay, tell us your pet peeves and how you handle. Crisis from XW. Okay, so pet, I'm going to start with the pet peeves. Um, not respecting time is my biggest thing. Like, uh, yeah, just not respecting time is, is my, my biggest thing. And then how I handle Crisis. Star Trek, probably not a good way of doing it, but hey, you know what? It keeps keeps me around, so that's good. Just put on Star Trek, don't move. Nothing moves. Mm-hmm. Except for lots of time in Star Trek. <laughs> How about you? Uh, my two biggest pet peeves are being treated unfairly. Yeah. And when my tools I expect that to work don't work. Two biggest pet peeves. Is that really a pet peeve, though, or is that just a peeve of technology? Because pet peeve uh, I see is more as like a personal thing, like an actual person and not, oh, yeah? not machinery. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, being treated unfairly and... Uh, witnessing hypocrisy then. Yeah. Although I think the hypocrisy is... Willful ignorance! Willful ignorance. 
not not ignorance but willful ignorance that's that that's a huge pet peeve of mine yeah i Uh, i can agree with that i i still consider time to be my more important one but yeah uh how do i handle crisis yeah uh it depends on the type of crisis honestly if it's a uh if it's a personal crisis um i don't handle it very well i i have to admit that i i uh i i i'm not very good at handling emotional pain anymore i've uh been dealt too much i've been scarred up too much to be able to to deal with it effectively and uh, i would like to be able to deal with it better um when stuff like that happens i tend to go into distraction mode and overwork mode and i load myself up with so many tasks i can't think i literally cannot think about anything but my tasks anymore and eventually that catches up to me and i i I burn out and I crash and I'm out of commission for a good long time. Yep. I, so. I, I can, I can agree with you on that. And that's part of why Star Trek kind of helps me probably more than it should. But I mean, it's kept me alive. Also my mm-hmm. cat. Yep. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I handle crisis, personal crisis badly. If it's an external crisis, external crises are extremely easy for me to handle. I love external crises. Because I can think my way through them. I can rally people around me. I can organize people into creating solutions and, and, and turning a crisis into an opportunity. That's one of my strengths is dealing with this really sometimes even dangerous stuff effectively. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking, I don't know if I've dealt with any inter- external crisis. At least not in any way that I can like visit. Well, no, I, no, I really haven't. It, it, if there if if there's an external crisis, I just uh, improvise, adapt, overcome. And if there's if I have enough time, I can plan my way through anything. I think I broke my brain now. <laughs> <laughs> I was starting to think. I'm like, wait, have I actually dealt with external crises? No, I haven't. So I got nothing there. But personal, yeah, definitely. I do the distraction thing too, for sure. I don't. I'm never usually in a place that I can load myself up with tasks, though. I'm already out at that point. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got the last one, right? Yes. Uh, this one comes from R is A. Why can bird? F- why can a bird fly, but a fly can't bird? Aha! I think ours is assuming that a fly can't bird, but I have seen the legs of flies, and they have kind of like little hands down there that they grasp onto things, oh. like little microscopic hands, and they climb on stuff, right? And if they got hands then they got to have fingers. And if they got fingers, they can bird you when they're pissed off all they want. <laughs> they can bird as well as anybody else. Just tiny little just, microscopic just birds. Fucking, <laughs> fucking flipping it, right? Like, oh, you tried to smack me? Fuck you, you missed. Shit, you man, prick. we wouldn't even fucking know. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even know. know. They, they'd just be flipping the bird. Yep, they could be flying right by your face right now. With all six legs with their fucking fingers out going, fuck you, yeah, motherfucker. I mean, there's no flies in my house right now, so they're not going to be flying by my face right now, but yeah. Mm-hmm, yep, they're, uh, they could be very, very, uh, very mean-spirited. Very, very hurtful. Although I, I'm sure my cat would probably be able to swat one down at some point. Oh. I hope. <laughs> my, my dog calls them flying raisins. <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, daddy. It's flying raisin season. He's a good boy. <laughs> and then he glomps him like a T-Rex. Oh. Actually, no, no, no. He doesn't glomp him like a T-Rex. It's more like, uh, more like uh, a Mosasaur. Like, <laughs> because, like, he's coming up from underneath it and just glomp. And down it goes. <laughs> Because he's he's he he's got the biggest mouth in the house, so yeah, he's he's, he's the Mosasaur family, and the flies are the people's <laughs> Jurassic House trademark. We're, we're in the Flintstones now. <laughs> no, Dino, no. <laughs> oh, sit, boy. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> Oh, man. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your theory on this one? Uh, I'm just going to agree with yours because I think that's the best one. Okay. Because I don't really know. Because, I mean, really, what is what else is a bird? A, a bird is that or, you know, a, a, the animal is a bird. We, do you think maybe they could ride the bird and then that's how they bird? Like jump on the oh. bird's back and like steer them around with their feathers? You are on to something there. Shit. Some like fucking A fly can bird. Yeah. Especially like especially like a bot fly. Ooh. Well, and there's those like uh parasitic uh shit, what's the word? Symbiote type things that like kinda take over their host brain. <gasps> oh But that's not a fly though. No, that doesn't work. No, that's a that's a mold. Yeah. They take over ants. Yeah. Is it a mold? No, there's a mold, and then there's a there's another some sort of insect. But oh no, oh, no fungus, fungus, fungus! Is it's there? a fungus that takes over ants. I thought there was another one too that also took over spiders. Cordyceps. And shit. Cordyceps is uh is. Oh know. wait, there is there like a creature that takes over spiders? I thought it was an insect that burrowed in. Maybe it is a maybe it is a it's fungus possible. too. It's it possible. It's possible. It might also be a fungus, no. and then it like slowly takes over their body and makes them. Like not able to move. Yeah, it, cordyceps is a uh, fungus that lives on caterpillars and stuff, and, and high mountain regions and stuff. Hmm. Neat. And th there's different kinds though, right? And then yeah. the, there's cordyceps. They take over ants and they get them to climb up to a certain spot and basically die, where they can spore or something like that. Nature's fucking and, wild, man. And you know what's really fucked up and really scary? Yeah. Is cordyceps does this stuff. It gets into these ants' brains, takes them over like 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 fucking zombies, mm -hmm. gets them to go up into the tree and and just latch on there until it bursts out of their body, right? Now, people are using cordyceps for anti-aging and shit now. Yeah, I was just looking up on Google. What the Fuck. So, like, have is this you seen the beginning? The I have, I have not. But oh my god, is this the beginning of the zombie apocalypse? Well, according according to The Last of Us, which is a game on on PlayStation and stuff, yes, Cordyceps is a fungus that takes people over and turns them into zombies. I am so terrified, and I never want to leave my house again. <laughs> wow, Cordyceps. That's that is fucking wild. Oh my god. I think I need to send an email to Sawbones and get them to talk about cordyceps because that's fucking wild. What? What? Oh my god. What? Oh no. I'm... Insect. You had me looking shit up, and now I'm down that rabbit hole. Oh, I'm fucking sorry. Google. 
<laughs> insect that takes over brain. Zombie fungus takes over ants, but that's cordyceps. Yeah. Zombie parasites that mind control their hosts. Apparently there's more than one. Okay. So I'm not wrong on that. Cool. Wow. I'm now really scared. Okay. So web slinging wasps. Females of the Costa Rican wasp. I'm a knob. I'm a no Argyrophaga lay their eggs on the abdomens of unlucky orb spiders called Plasomata argyra. After giving, after living off its host for a few weeks, the wasp larva injects a chemical into the spider that makes it build a strange new kind of web, unlike anything it's built before. Wow! Uh, but this isn't this new web isn't for the spider. It's meant to support the cocoon that the wasp larva will build after finally killing and eating the spider. That is wow. terrifying. Okay, I'm saying yeah. this to somebody who used to be absolutely fucking terrified of spiders, like cry at video games, scared of spiders. Uh huh. Yeah, that's oh, that's just awful. Yeah. Zombified cockroaches. No. Oh. Another fucking wasp. When the female jewel wasp is ready to procreate, she finds a cockroach to serve as a living nursery for her young. So that's First, why wasps she... do. And that's why wasps do. Holy <laughs> shit, wasps are fucked up. Fuck. Holy shit. I am now absolutely okay. terrified of wasps. Okay, first, first the female wasp injects a toxin, in, toxin into the roach that paralyzes its front legs. Then the wasp oh. strikes again on the roach's head. Ooh. And then they discover that the venom targets a specific area of the brain responsible for initiating movement. And then stripped of its ability to move of its own free will, the cockroach can be grabbed by the antenna and guided to a burrow. <laughs> fucking controls it where the wasp will lay her egg on the victim and entomb them together. The wasp larva slowly consumes the cockroach for several days Jeez. before pupating its abdomen, emerging as an adult about a month later. Wow, that's, wow, that's not a way to go. No, that's not. But there's, there's something in there about the wasp venom actually going for specific parts of the brain. Yeah. We should be They're able like to the... learn from that. There's two fucking wasps that mind fucking control. Can you believe that? Oh, I was talking about, like, if if wasps can have something in their body that automatically goes and searches out, like, specific parts of the brain to do shit, we should absolutely be able to use that somehow as humanity and learn from that and, like, I don't know, fucking cure cancer. <laughs> well, we're, yeah, we're, we're doing stuff with it. Like, uh... Okay, that's good. I... I, I... I almost My don't want to look this up anymore tonight because I still want to be able to sleep tonight. Oh, is mind-controlling slime balls? What? As an adult, the Lancet liver fluke, type of flatworm, <sighs> uh, resides in the livers of grazing mammals such as cow. <sighs> its eggs are excreted into the host's crap, which then are eaten by snails. After the eggs hatch inside the snail... Oh. The snail creates protective cysts around the parasites and coughs them up in balls of mucus. Yeah. These fluke-laden slime balls are then consumed by ants. All these poor ants, they're all getting fucked up all over the place by all these mind control shit. When the flukes wiggle their way into the ant's brain, they cause the insect to climb to the tip of a blade of grass and sit motionless, where it's most likely to be eaten by a grazing mammal. Okay, can we that stop way, talking the liver about... fluke... Holy crap, those poor ants. Can we stop talking about this? I want to sleep tonight. Yeah. And not have yeah, nightmares. 
Yeah, then the next one is really, really bad. No, don't even... don't read it. No. Oh, okay, another liver fluke. Okay, let's do our sign off and not ever talk about uh, mind control. <laughs> hair. Oh, I'm leaving that one out. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, that we're we're gonna leave that shit out. Yeah. Okay. What what's next on the agenda? Um, that was our last question. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That was. Why can a bird fly, but a fly can't bird? Uh, apparently liver fluke and fucking okay. cordyceps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we accidentally. I really want to be able to sleep and, tonight. And we accidentally entered why do wasps in a lot more terrifying fashion than I'd originally anticipated. <laughs> why do wasps? Because fucking horrible. That's why. Uh, Fuck because your brain. apparently we need to give some pie all of the nightmares all the time and yeah that's awful absolutely terrible stuff that nature does oh that's so scary but who knows maybe it can lead to some kind of like breakthrough (laughs) scientifically right i i hope so because i mean that would be really cool hey maybe that's a good way of like properly fixing depression or other mental illness that'd be awesome i i love that well i i'm certainly hoping that you know they don't accidentally invent a wasp that lands on your head and steers you around all over the fucking place. Or maybe uh, that would be a better birth control. That could be a better birth control. What? Um, some sort of... I don't... It could... I, you know what? I don't know enough about birth control to be able to talk about this. <laughs> you just <laughs> went down the path and said, nope. I tried to, and then I'm like, wait, no, I really... I'm going down that path, and then two steps, and you're going, nah. Well, because, okay, the way birth control works is it stops, like, it basically, like, it kind of tricks your body into thinking that you're pregnant, so it doesn't actually, like, ovulate kind of thing. No, that doesn't work, because basically just the egg is not viable. Because then you'd be... I don't know what it does. It, it, It Essentially, like, it, it's not a viable environment for a, an egg to A, be fertilized, B, attach to the uterus, and C, actually grow into a fetus and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, okay. But, like, there's a lot of side effects uh, with birth control. Like, um, mood is greatly affected uh, by, uh, by birth control. Um I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. There's an increased risk of, like, clots if you smoke, a um, whole bunch of other side effects, and then when they were in, uh, when they were testing a male one, and literally it was all the same side effects that we get as women, I say we because I, I use birth control, that as soon as they started feeling a lot of those side effects, that they quit. Like, this is what we deal with every day as, you know, people with uteruses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's yep. that. Whereas this could be a more targeted thing, which would be good. Attaching wasps to guys' heads no. and having them steered around? That, hey, you know what? Maybe we're getting to some, something else there, though. Because then I don't think a wasp would do a lot of things that uh, a lot of men do these days. Or at least a lot oh, of Oh, no, no, days. that's a very bad idea. Wasps sting for no reason. Oh, shit. Never mind. We're not going to go down that path. Nope. We'll put them on the women's heads and then send them at the the bad people and the fascists. 
and you get stabby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have for today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the inimitable and ununderstandable googly duck. And I'm Senpai, the pointy-eared... I'm, I'm going to go with green It's called one. an elf. I, I'm, an, I'm an night elf. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You're, you're also a squid. I, I also have a troll, though, too, and he's blue. You have a troll? Yeah, I rolled a horde character and named him the same name, and he's a troll, and he's blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you need to do your closing. Yeah, and I'm Senpai, the pointy-eared one. All right. Have yourself a good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.